Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Happy New Year, Ashley. Happy 2024. I haven't really had to write it yet, so... I don't know how much it's really sunk in that it's the start of a brand new year, but we made it. We did it. We here. We did it. We made it. You know me. I am excited. We are back at even numbers. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Did we talk about that before? You like even number years? Uh, probably based off of how my mind works. You know how that goes. Um, but no, I every year is a blessing in 2023 was a fabulous year. I say that, but it came with some really high highs and some really low lows. And if anything, it just solidifies that every day, every moment that I'm able to do something like record this podcast. It is an immense pleasure, especially doing it with you, Ashley. Well said. I uh 2023 was interesting year, but now we're about to start an election year. So oh. I don't know, at least here oh. in, in America, what it's really going to look like for us. But I have hope. I have hope. So we're going to take this thing one day at a time <laughs> and just see how things go. But I'm to your point, such a blessing to be able to come into a new year. And um, thank you to everybody who is sticking with us for another one and for listening to our last couple episodes that we had to kind of wrap up the year on, you know, the 2023 year in review and some of our favorite projects that we've enjoyed. Hopefully you guys yes. had some thoughts and wanted to share some comments on that as well amongst your family and friends. And then that May-December recap was actually one of my favorites <laughs> we've had in a while when I listened back to it because... We got to go in depth about like I enjoy the times we can go in depth about stuff we have not necessarily chatted about yet. Yeah, um, we have never talked about anything no. like that before. <laughs> I listened and I was like, oh, this was actually a, a a fruitful conversation just because there was so much to say, I guess is yes. is really the point. Cause we'll have great projects, but it's like, well, it was great. I mean, what else is there to say about it? It was awesome. <laughs> we enjoyed it. You know what i But I'm it saying? was so controversial and to have it be based off of something that actually happened. Yeah. And and one of the things that I thought was a fun part of our conversation was the evolution of public opinion from you know, then to now and the reception of this film and everything along those lines. And yeah, it, it was a great combo. Yeah. And then it we did. It could be uncomfortable for sure. <laughs> and we did Candy Cane Lane as our holiday we um, did. recap. So if you guys have not gotten a chance to listen to those last three of 2023, please take a listen as we're moving into the new year. Yes. And speaking of the new year, how did you spend the end of December into New Year's Day. Well, as you know, we took a little trip. We sure did. 
Girl's my trip. birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time going out to good old Napa Valley, California. Have been on the bucket list for quite a while. So Delora, my mom, my friend Nicole, Aaliyah, we went out and did a trip and did some winery tours and stayed yes. at a, a nice little boutique hotel, so had some good food. Cute and chic. I loved it so much. The beds were super comfortable. My mom's still it, talking about that mattress. So. First of all, it was peak comfy with all the pillows and that uh, duvet. And they had heated bathroom floors. I was like, yes, bougie, I am here for it. <laughs> the bathrooms in particular are my favorite. I love a spacious bathroom. I'll take a smaller yes. bedroom for a really nice big bathroom. I'm an enthusiast. You need that elbow room. Absolutely. You need it. Give me the, vent, the double sinks. Give me all of it. And we had spa day. Like, we had a nice spa day. I mean, was, it was just, it was a good time overall, besides was, the weather. Girl. So I don't know if y'all who are listening do Northern California. I've never done Northern California. I'm a Southern Cali girl and it never <laughs> rains as they say in Southern California. <sighs> but yeah. in Northern California, while we were there, it was apparently unseasonably rainy. They say, oh, we yeah. never get rain. We never we get rain. We brought the rain apparently. Apparently, the even though. same weather as Ohio as in California. I was, it was still gorgeous, but I was, was like. gorgeous. I still wanted to see the sun. I really did. My mom and I stayed a couple extra days in San Francisco, which the homelessness situation in San Francisco is very alarming. Um, mm. I was not prepared or aware of that fully. So that was um, really uh, sad to see. But when we did a tour, we finally heard somebody say, well, it is actually the rainy season. And we're like, ah, OK. Everybody, well, yes. Everybody's yeah. making it seem like this Acting rain like just came wasn't. out of the blue. Yeah. Exactly. It, it was their Come rainy out. season. That's so funny. I, and we did, uh, you know, it worked out perfectly for your birthday, but I guess peak Napa season is around September, October timeframe. So, you know, it was less crowded too. So it worked out for our favor because we got a chance to do a lot of things that I feel like at the height of the season you we probably would not have been able to do so absolutely and to help try to reduce some costs because napa is not cheap girl and the food was delicious what was your favorite dish that you had while we were there it was probably that steak i am a steak and potatoes <laughs> enthusiast and we went to a really good steakhouse and i had a filet mignon and it was top notch it was it was really good um we had this short rib ravioli that was super good. And one day, Ali and I went to breakfast at a local like brunch place and they made every, everything was like made by from scratch, of course, but they were known for their biscuits and jam and they had a blueberry jam. Those biscuits were so freaking good. <laughs> I, I and I was like, "What type of jam? You know, you have strawberry jam. You know, they're like, oh, we only have we only have blueberry and we make it in house.' And we're like, okay, we'll try it. It was perfection. It was like the best combination of like sweet and tart. I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I love a good. I love breakfast. If you know me, I adore breakfast. And if I can get something good like a biscuit, I am a happy happy camper. So, yeah, 
wonderful trip. Thank you so much for the invite. Oh, of course. Uh, Thank, you for coming. <laughs> Thank you everybody for coming. I really, yes. really appreciated it. Y'all know how to make it. Y'all knew how to make a girl feel special. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Y'all. You deserve it. And shout out to Mama Karen with the knees. Yes. Like, she knew how to hang so hard. I loved it so much. Hey, Ma. She loves that video. She was like, anytime I need a laugh or a chuckle, I'm going to watch this video. <laughs> But mom can hang like I tell people all the time. My mom is my favorite travel partner. Like, that's why we go on a lot of trips together. Like, we have a really good time. But if you meet her, you would never in a million years, like, realize like, oh, no, she could she can hang with the best of them. Absolutely. Like, I, I love She's it. She's a sweetheart, but she knows how to have a good time. OK, what's <laughs> up, ma? Um, and then finally, I just want to say thank you to Michelle Foss, my dear friend, Dr. Yeah. Michelle Foss, who lives out in Sacramento and came out and joined us for a dinner. We've had her on the podcast, guys. She you was did. one of our in conversations. Delora got to meet her doctor. in the flesh uh, for, you know, we had some great wine. She brought us two top tier bottles yes. of wine, one from uh, it was the inauguration wine that both <laughs> Barack Obama and Nelson Mandela use the Nelson Mandela exactly <laughs> and then she brought us uh, a great wine I still have the bottle from a really good black owned winery there called Brown yes. Estates yes. and so I just I really appreciated it love you Michelle appreciate Our everybody was a one I mean yes when you get a bunch of pa- podcasters sitting in one room I guess what what can you expect right you guys make sure you go and check out her podcast the tv doctor love yes, her ma'am. podcast so much but yeah that conversation delved into conspiracy theories and so i just had to sit back and listen because i am not a conspiracy theory person but i'm like y'all about to make me go down these rabbit holes and look at some documentaries and ashley i don't recommend it for you because you are the type to really <laughs> you know jump. go down the wormhole literally yes. with two feet I, yes. I don't recommend it I would be I'd be like Lord now I'm listening to the audiobook I read the documentary I'm on Google I'm doing a full let me find some papers some written exactly. pieces about it yeah I definitely will go down all the extremes that's ten that's that's something that why I tend to stay away from it because I am definitely that person who will go down all the rabbit holes about something until I've exhausted it. And I don't want to do that because none of this stuff feels like it can ever really be proven. So <sighs> I'm going to stay away. <laughs> it's crazy. And you had a good New Year uh, Eve into New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's Eve was fun. We were supposed to do like a game night at a friend's. But we ended up going out and, you know, some laughs, some drinks. I did one of those bad deals where I accidentally started with wine, went to alcohol, went back to wine. And that mixture is not necessarily great for the next day. But we pushed (laughs) through. We made it and had a good time. How was your New Year's Eve? Oh, um, I was still... So we had a fabulous time in Napa, but I was sick by the time Christmas came around. And so when New Year's Eve came in a blink because that's how it felt. And shout out to my parents and my sister and my nephew for visiting us for Christmas. We had a fabulous time. We were just chilling real hard, doing the good old, let's watch a movie before the ball drops type of deal. And Amara stayed up with us this year and she was getting very cranky. And it was mainly because she needed to go to sleep. But we were trying to get her 
to join in on the fun with the the streamers and the hats and she wasn't having it but we (laughs) we had a good time it it was good we were nice and safe so you can't go wrong with that that's yeah Yeah. that that's always my concern like we did ubers and all that stuff to you know stay out of the streets but I drove to a friend's house to take an Uber, right? And literally the person behind me got pulled over. And so I'm like, yes, this is why I don't need to be out in these streets because they're not playing tonight. So yeah, I hope hope y'all all all had safe, fun, bring it in. Whether you went to bed at 8.30, I don't blame you. Whether you stayed (laughs) up and watched the ball drop and had a little bubbly in the house, I don't blame you. Whether you was out in these streets, I hope everybody had a good, safe um, holiday season. Absolutely. So now that we are in 2024, Ashley, what movies and TV shows are on your radar that you are absolutely looking forward to? Yeah, I saw you post this question and I was like, man, what am I looking forward to? I don't think there's been anything like last year. I was looking forward to The Little Mermaid and Barbie and some of those things that I had been hearing about for a while. And this year, I don't know if it's just because of the delay because of the strikes or Mm, we're just kind of getting the the word out. Yeah, we're just kind of coming to the new year um, a little light on new content. So there hasn't been a whole lot that's gotten me excited in a little bit. But even when I was looking at the list, I was like, what, what am I looking forward to? Madam Webb that's going to be dropping. I'm interested to see if that's going to be you any mean with good. Dakota? Yes. I'm interested okay. to see if that's going to be any good um, oh, as a okay. superhero film. Dakota doesn't do anything for me. So that's I, why I'm like, I like, okay. I like Dakota, but I think it's more so about, I'm always curious about the introduction of new characters that I'm not personally familiar with from comic yeah. book lore and world. So anytime right. those type of characters come up, I'm like, well, I want to give you a chance. So it's more mm-hmm. of that than it is about who's playing the character. Um, Doom 2, I'm looking forward to because I want to see more of what this Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet team up is going to be like. I watched the first Dune. It's a slow burn as a series for me. So, but but Zendaya, just like um, I want to see Challengers when it drops finally in April, reels me in to to be curious and to see what's going on with it. I know we have Mufasa coming out at some point this year. So that's like the, is it considered the sequel to The Lion King or the prequel? Not sure, not sure. Because Mufasa didn't make it. Is it really coming? Is it it coming and not being delayed? Because there was a couple of movies on the list and I'll get to when I do mind that I'm like, I don't know if this is coming out. (laughs) I don't know either. I mean, we have a lot of those like sequel prequel things that are on the list for 2024 uh, across the board. So we'll see if what Disney Marvel, all those different big brands decide to actually launch or push back. But I mean, it's on the list. So we'll see. I can't wait for Abbott elementary to come back. Yes, I need ma'am. some more laughs in my yes, life ma'am. in terms of television shows. So I'm looking forward to that. I cannot wait for Severance season two. For all my Severance mm. watchers, I saw they finally put out a teaser of Adam. And I'm like, oh my God, is Severance coming back? Okay, I'm check finally, that out. I was, I was late to it, Delora. I was super late to Severance. But when I watched it, Oh my God, I am so, I was like, how can, I hate when I do that. How can I go on 
without knowing what's going to happen <laughs> with these long delays. I say that about book series we read. It's like, what do you mean the next book is book three isn't available right. for three months? Like, I I need more. So I'm That's super when you're excited. Lucky when it's three months. Exactly. Not like three, three years. years. Exactly. <laughs> But Severance is one of those shows that I just, I really cannot wait to see the extension of season one and where we're going to go with this particular show. I know I heard that there was fighting between showrunners and all this stuff that also contributed to delays. So I hope y'all get that figured out because don't fuck up the storyline with some nonsense. <laughs> so those are probably my top tier ones at the moment, Delora. What about yours? Yes. Okay. So I'm really excited about my list. Okay. So we're going to start off with movies and we're going to talk about being popular in multiple of these projects. The first one though is Wicked. Oh yeah. I forgot about Wicked. Sorry. Yes. It's coming out next or this December. Visually the we only got like what three pictures or two pictures one with um cynthia and the other one with ariana it's gorgeous i cannot wait the vocals are going to be on point and my boo anthony bridgerton is in there too do you worry at all that ariana grande's love life has overshadowed the production (sighs) no because wicked is very popular and she's true to this not new to this <laughs> I hate to say it I hate to say it because who's to say they're going to actually be together by the time the movie comes out well I mean them's the facts but I just mean in the sense of like I, I guess I know that they'll do harder promo as we get closer to the actual film release right and to your point by then who knows what's going to happen I just think in the interim it's dwindled to me the thought of even the film because Whenever I hear a reference to the film, it's just like, well, Ariana had this affair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's With not. It makes me forget. looking dude. Yeah. It makes me forget that there is a movie that I should be excited for because of the fact that, you know, there's a whole scandal with a man who had a baby. And, uh, and a whole life. And apparently possibly wears her same size shoe. That's what the Internet say. That's not what I said. <sighs> That's what the Internet say. They said not with this small footed man. <laughs> I was like, damn, y'all are savages. He plays SpongeBob on Broadway. So he is an thespian to the umph degree. He that so, man looks like Pee Wee Herman to me, but I am trying to make it through this podcast, Ashley, without <laughs> just like R.I.P. Paul Rubens. He does. Losing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> second project another musical mean girls coming Mm. out this month i am absolutely looking forward to it i know it'll probably be different i don't know why they don't want to market it as a musical because it's like that's why it's coming out um it's the broadway broadway coming to film because it was a successful show there uh challengers is also on my list. Uh, as you know, it was a push out from 2023. I'm pretty sure they were trying to use that as India's Oscar bait. So it's interesting that the two movies that were supposed to come out to get her some critically acclaimed situations is coming out in the spring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like spring and summer. So I don't know. 
Her teammate just chalked it up and moved on. I was waiting for those red carpets, though. Um, but we'll still get them. We will. Moving on to TV, Bridgerton season three. Why are they? Why is it coming out in two parts? It's not even that many episodes, but the, I think Netflix is trying to milk it. Because guess what? They so they're so busy slashing all their shows and saving money. This is a cash cow, and they're making his way for it. You know so. how I feel about Bridgerton season three, so I'm going to reserve my judgment until I actually see it. I have two things to say to you about this, Ashley. The first, I have successfully read all the Bridgerton's book, and this is technically book four because they skipped over um, Benedict's season for now. For what? For now, um, and went into book four. Book four is my favorite book out of the entire series. And I say that because the show is better than the books. (laughs) And out of the books, just straight books, it's my favorite. So, and Colin's glow up is real. Sure. That's my second point. So we will see. We that's I I'm not gonna say anything else. I hope. That I am pleasantly surprised by this vanilla looking season. I have said that <gasps> so many times. I stand on it. It looks to be a very vanilla season. And so I hope that there is some type of, I hope they've spent time together off camera and the chemistry is chemistry. Because that's the one thing about Shonda Rhyme shows, okay? Scandal? Grey's Anatomy? That chemistry has to be off the charts. Otherwise, Queen Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And I was with you until I read the book. And then I saw his glow up and I was like, there's hope. There will be miracles. (laughs) (laughs) We're back, y'all. I'm going to let it. I'm going to let it stand on faith. And we're going to see. That iconic song by Whitney Houston. (laughs) If y'all are wondering. Okay, Abbott Elementary, ready for some good quality comedies. I realized I was starved for it because uh actually over the break we watched the the Teen Kraken movie, and one of the voices is our girl from Schitt's Creek. Alexis. Alexis. And Dave and I were like, we should just rewatch. Shit's Creek because it it's so Fabulous. freaking good. It's one of my favorite shows in the last it's like 15 timeless. years. Timeless. Mm-hmm. It's timeless. So, and then finally, Dumb Dragons, House of Dragons, supposed to come out this summer. We'll see if it does or not, <laughs> considering all the delays. But it was on the list that I was looking at in preparation for our conversation today. So I randomly sometimes still think about Rhaenyra walking with the blood dripping from giving birth, <sighs> having to go show her baby to her, to her, her former best friend, mama, <laughs> to the to the queen that that for some reason still randomly pops in my mind. Sometimes I'm like, that was some savagery. I don't know why I watched these shows. <laughs> but the teen, the teen, um, what's her name again? Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra, so swaggy. I was like, I want her swag when I grow up. We needed an entire series of that version of the cast. That version Easy. of the cast 
I've never felt so sad to move on in a time jump than I did in that first season of the house of the dragon. I just think that cast was exceptional. I think we were spoiled by the crown because the crown at least gave us like a full season before they went on to older Elizabeth's. Yeah. You have Um, to give these people their time because she was not done. She she was not not finished. Exactly. All right, Ashley, let's get into some of these headlines. You know, it's a new year. Pop culture has been very light. Even the blogs don't know what to post these days because it's the most random clips and random conversations off of Twitter. But I thought this was cute. I'm looking at people.com. Sierra learns she's related to Derek Jeter on Finding Your Roots. She, quote, are you kidding me? Uh, this is legit one of my favorite shows on PBS. And yes, I do watch PBS because I have always been a 65-year-old woman on the inside. <laughs> PBS has quality content. Let's not forget we were watching Arthur regularly Girl, as regular- children. Do you remember Wishbone? Yes, girl P- between I'm- pbs and barney as a kid yes, i exactly i hated barney's guts i'm sorry but i loved some good reading rainbow i love some good pbs content back in the day and now to me they still go strong i mean they do for kids content yes. i watched some of the shows and like nature cat has like half half the voicing cast is from snl i'm like <sighs> who set this up like it's cute um shout out to my favorite dr henry lewis gates jr he said that sierra and the Derek jeter the biracial angel shout out to will ferrell (laughs) do you remember that no but it sounds like something will ferrell would say (laughs) They found out that they share a similar 14th chromosome. What else is it? Yeah, it says, yeah, that is your cousin, your DNA cousin. That's how he uh, specified it. And she said, what in the world? It's a connection from Derek Jeter's mother's side. So in this episode, Sierra finds out that, you know, a great, great, great grandparent was white. And so, you know. Like most Black Americans, <laughs> you you don't know how far that ancestry goes. Um, I thought this was cute and adorable. Uh, have you ever watched the show, Ashley? And, you know, thank God they never dated. <laughs> that part. When this headline came out, I was like, imagine had it been Russell. Like, we four kids deep. Girl. What y'all want me to do now? You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely glad that it was a different in, athlete. They're in the exactly range. Exact, uh, exactly. So I'm glad it was Derek <laughs> Jeter, I guess, is the moral of the story. Um, I didn't realize that they do the genealogy of celebrities against celebrities. They so that do. was interesting to um, yes. see. I don't think I've watched a full episode. I've seen clips of Find Your Roots. And obviously, yeah. again, it became prominent as a part of Carrie Washington's story that she was mm-hmm. telling last year about her memoir. Or not her, well, I mean, her memoir, but in a version of memoir in the sense that it focused more on her parents than anything. 
Joe Manganiello finding out that he's actually black and not Italian. I remember that headline as well. That's why they say Sofia Vergara left him because she found she found out he was a black man. I mean, I hate to say it was she's Colombian or something like that. The colorism is real, very real. But I, I'm that was a joke, guys. I don't actually believe that. I, I was just about to say I am talking out of the side of my mouth. I don't know these people and their right. relationship. I'm sorry, I kind of left dead air. That was a joke. I don't. That's just what these internets be saying. I don't believe that. Exactly. Um, so I thought this was cute. Okay, let's go on to our next headline. Michelle Yeoh celebrates the birth of her grandchild on New Year's Day. She said, little miracle. I'm not going to lie, Ashley. When I saw this post, I'm like, I know she just got married to her fiance. Mind you, they got engaged in 2004. So it's like nearly 20 years of them being engaged, finally getting married. I was like, did they adopt? (laughs) But no, this is her partner, son. They welcome their first grandbaby. I thought that was so adorable. Congratulations. Love Michelle Yo. I didn't realize they had been together and engaged for a long time. I'm always curious to see what happens when you get married after you've been in a long-term relationship. Best of luck. Well, this is her second marriage. Um, you know, again, speaking to my love of news, CBS morning, Sunday morning, when they did her profile around this time last year, getting gearing up for the Oscars, she married and they couldn't have children. And so they got divorced. And, and from there, she was single for many years. And so I just thought this was a beautiful story, knowing her history and knowing that, you know, in her new relationship, she has the joy of kids and grandbabies. Absolutely. And we're huge fans because, of course, for her performance of in everywhere. What is it, actually? Everything, oh. everywhere, <laughs> all at once. Thank you. And top she tier. is top tier. And she is the second woman of color and the first Asian woman to win Best Actress at the Academy Awards. So let's get into some mess, shall we? Currently, as we are speaking, social media is aflame with Shannon's interview with Kat Williams. I went ahead and sat through their three-hour interview because Kat holds no prisoners. Like, everybody could get it. Mm. The way he was throwing these shots out to Cedric the Entertainer and Steve Harvey... It's just next level. Like, here are some of the things he's talked about, okay? Cedric, still in his jokes and performing it in the iconic Kings of Comedy. My other favorite part, him coming for Steve's wig, literally. (laughs) Calling it a man unit, but calling him out on that perfect fade that he used to have back in the early 2000s. And the other thing that I thought was interesting because he out here calling Steve and Cedric, mind you, these are beloved people in my heart because I grew up watching these people, but can't talking about Steve stole the concept to his show 
from Mark Curry. Hang on, Mr. Cooper, which if you're a 90s black sitcom fan, you know Hang on, Mr. Cooper. I've seen Mark, Mark Curry do stand-up in person. I was a big fan. Am. But, but I was like, I didn't, that was the exact same show in so many ways. I'm a, I'm going to not step into the ring on that one because I so enjoy. Cool. I enjoyed both of them. Both, both of, of them. those shows. Yes. And okay. it's not a friends versus living single situation for me. It's I think not. That especially when it comes to black content and black folks being able to have those platforms, there could have only been so much room and so many ideas and concepts that were even greenlit. Exactly. That people were willing to take a chance on. So it's not, it's not quite that for me, but That's I get fair. his point. I get his point. I get his point. And I didn't watch because I'm, I am literally brand spanking new to even hearing about the controversy today. So I have not got a chance to watch the interview, but from the clips I've seen, I mean, even when he's trying to be serious, Cat Williams was cracking me up. Like to say, Hilarious, to say that if if you try to say that I'm not about this life with bringing on comedians who are funnier than me, you're a fat phase our liar. <laughs> I just, I just, oh my god, <laughs> brings tears to my eyes. He is. Hilarious. So even when he's trying to be serious. uh, (laughs) And then and then he he speaks in thinly veiled references to the Illuminati. Okay. (laughs) Talking about if you sign up with them, all of them, all of them got uh light skinned wives who don't Who don't do interviews? Who got weird faces? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but can we just talk about the fact that <laughs> Shannon Sharp loves drama? Because oh, he does. And they even showed the clip back of his beef with Ricky Smiley, and Ricky Smiley saying he was originally supposed to be the character that Cat Williams played to perfection. Yes. Um, he Shannon Sharp started the question with as if that information was true. It's true. So I'm like, you yes. are starting the shit, Shannon. But see, he couldn't even handle Kat though, because once Kat was released, it was on to the races. Yeah. Seriously. Well, he's bringing oh. all the ratings to to Shannon, so I'm sure Shannon's just sitting back like. I'm sure Shannon won't be able to re- reproduce this because I think Kat did this alone. Uh, to quote, he said, light-skinned, weird-faced wives. <laughs> I'm like, sir. And he was like, it's seven of them. I'm sorry. I can't take it that seriously. It's just so funny. He came for Chris Tucker calling oh. him out. On Hi, multiple Chris. occasions, uh, I guess Michael Jackson had a nickname for him called Christmas. He's like, what man calls another man? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He also said that Chris Tucker was on an Epstein Island. Came for Diddy. Uh, in, in, he's not even insinuating. He flat out said that you know, Diddy likes butt stuff. 
Case yeah. surprise, surprise at this point. Oh, it's everybody's it's, it's, catching strays. It's the everybody, moral of this story, including Jonathan Majors. Okay, uh, it's so inappropriate what he said about him. He was like, because Shannon was like, he was on a rise. You know, he was in all the Marvel movies, and we know we've been talking about him, so y'all know who you know the level that Jonathan Majors made it. He was in the stratosphere. And then he lost it all overnight. And Kat was like, being part of the quote unquote Luminati, one of the contract rules is they can all be taken away. And he's like, you knew something was wrong when they told you that this man was good looking for two years. He's like, I don't know if I can repeat any of this without dying. Okay, hold on. <sighs> I can't do it. I can't do it without losing it, Ashley. I'm sorry. I can't do it. We can move on because I still gotta watch the interview. So I want to catch some up, laughs. Y'all. I want to catch some of the jokes and some of the laughs. Oh yeah, I can't do it. Okay, so y'all, Cat Williams is a fool, but I think he's telling the truth of some of this stuff. I don't. I don't think all of this is hyperbole. Let's go I, on to our, I 99% of the time believe any person who is in Hollywood when they start spilling tea about other people in Hollywood, if that makes sense. Like, obviously, there are exceptions to that. But I'm just saying, when somebody starts, you just let them fly and they just start exactly. saying shit, it's like, oh, exactly. yeah. Exactly. This is, so my two, in addition to this, okay, the two favorite favorite interviews was when Quincy Jones started spilling all that tea oh he turned 90 and it was like all that good Lipton tea was just no scorching not to be ageist but some of the stuff he said I was like how strong is your memory at this point so I'm gonna be honest about that there were certain things I was like how I don't know vivid. Quincy knows things it's not, I'm not saying he doesn't but I'm saying you think about it even five years ago there's stuff that you have a different recollection of than the reality of the situation let alone 70 years ago but not to say that some of the tea was not still hot because when your daughters have to stage an intervention Clearly, they know like, some why of the things stop are real. Them? Yeah, I mean, why did y'all stop them? And then my second, it is literally a hidden gem. Eddie Murphy's like coffee with comedians with Jerry Seinfeld. He was talking about he was part of the Rat Pack, the Black Man, the dancer, Sammy the Davis singer, Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Talking about having to deal with the devil and it was so off the cuff and i'm like eddie has no reason at this point this was really before his major comeback because you know eddie was quiet for a while like he did his shrek movies and went home not this resurgence that we've been seeing lately i'm telling you check that out it's towards the end and he just started talking and i'm just like he is spilling all the tea like and nobody stopped him. Oh, and the last thing about this Cat Williams interview before we go into our hot topics, he called Kevin Hart a Hollywood plant. Shrug. Sorry, y'all can't see me. I make faces. I do gestures, but I just don't say anything. Shrug. I mean, Kevin Hart is one of the most palatable comedians we've had in a long time. 
So it's possible, but I, I really enjoy Kevin Hart. I enjoy him more as a actual comedian than I do in his films. So there's that. Unless he's doing a, a, a drama turn. Cause I do think he does drama better than he does comedy in his movies. Like most comedic actors really. <laughs> anyway. I wouldn't say go. most, but some. That, well, some. I'm, I'm yeah. Some I'm thinking about the great Robin Williams. But Robin Williams was just as good. His comedic performances, if not, I mean, that's that's arguable. But Kevin Hart literally can play a dramatic role. He should stick to that when he does movies. And Robin Williams was accused of stealing jokes as well. So just throwing that out there. You never know what people do, you know, do in these streets. All right, Ashley. Do you know who Simone Biles is? You mean a woman that we covered extensively on this podcast for all of her many, many, many accomplishments, including being the goat of the sport of gymnastics and one of the reigning goats of sports in general. Yeah. Now, who's her husband? I don't remember his name. Ashley, this went on while we were on break, right before the holidays, and I thought it was going to rest there, but... I wanted to talk about it, frankly. I'm not kidding either, guys. I don't remember his name today. So <laughs> you have to Google him, right? Yeah. Did damn sure didn't know who he was before he became Small Bile's husband. <sighs> Owens, again, these podcast interviews, somebody need to come up on here and say some crazy mess. Please. Cause we gotta get we gotta do better with booking. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the Pivot podcast, Owens, a safety with the Green Bay Packers. I did know that he was, he played for Texas before he went to the Green Bay Packers because, again, as a follower of Simone Biles, I remember her talking about connecting with him because they were both in Texas or whatever around the same time. The gentleman, the podcasters asked him about his relationship with bagging the great Simone Biles and what that was like. And the whole interaction gave me shoulder shrug, like, oh, she got me. I'm the catch. She drove down to see me. She was the one that was on my social media. I'm like, sir. I don't like this energy. I like, I need for you. I, I understand people's relationship dynamics vary. And there's this constant conversation on social media about the state of the dating world with, you know, top performance men and women being submissive and being alphas and betas. And I, I, I don't know all the toxic verbiage. Okay. But I need for you to put some respect on her motherfucking name. Mm. On The View, they talked about it. And Sunny, Sunny is my girl for a reason. Because she was like, I didn't like this energy. And I'm like, sis, I did not either. She she was like, she's on weenie boxes. And you didn't know who she was? And then Simone having to make herself small by saying, oh, they'll know that I'm whatever that man's name's wife. Like, no, you don't have to make yourself small to make him feel important. 
I need some Alexis Ohanian energy in this relationship, okay? Because the one thing he knows is that his wife is the best and he is her number one fan and vice versa. Just can you be excited about your wife, sir? Mm. Mm. I had so many feelings when this information came out because I just wish that people, significant others would shut the fuck up. I be rooting for these couples. I be thinking, oh, Oh. that's so nice. It seems like you found a great partnership because it's real out here. The struggle is real to find a connection and to find a great um, partner in life and all those things. So I was, we've talked about, we talked about their marriage. We talked about the ceremony and the beauty and all that. So for this man to open his mouth and have the audacity, in my opinion, to play his wife. Like, that's what it was to me. Like, you, you're you playing her with the yeah. way that you're talking about her. Like, you, I want... Because you're talking to the boys. I, I want for all of shit. these partnerships, at least publicly, for you to just recognize and respect whoever it is that you're with. It didn't even have to be Simone Biles. I just really yes. did not appreciate yes. the way that he spoke about the situation because in general to me, he was trying to play her, right? Like yes. oh, she had to come for me. Uh, she was blowing me up after we matched. I didn't even know who she was. She had to come travel down and visit me. <sighs> I remember Van said it so well and funny on oh, higher learning. This is typical light skin man <sighs> syndrome. Light eyes to think that because the because people have told you you are the shit to just think that you're all you are you should be the prize like of course oh of course she wanted me of course you know and I'm sure there's some level to that with him thinking he's handsome and being all these things but you should it was such an insecure mindset to me yes to put that out there now. On the flip side of that, I had a conversation with my brother and I don't think I talked to any other man about their feelings about it. My brother was like, well, maybe he's joking. Maybe this no. is maybe this is like a a banter or a joke type of thing that they have in their relationship. And I was like, even if it was, nobody else knows you're fucking joking, right? No nobody else one. Know, would know the way that the you house. guys would manage that banter within yourselves as a married couple. So what would be funny to, about it to say it on the mic? The way that host was looking at him and giving him the side eyes was like, dude, read the room. He was because like, I'm going to let your you finish. Entire leg in your mouth. He's like, I'm going to let you go ahead and finish, but you full of shit. I mean, that's that's what everybody is thinking. Nobody, besides whatever him and Simone have going on back at home, nobody else was convinced, right? But I also think, and I said this to my brother during the midst of the conversation, I was like, but the thing is, is, as of the public, obviously, these are just celebrities. We don't know about what's really going on. But based on what just happened with Kiki, sometimes no. the one thing that we find out about is a symptom of a of larger a problem. problem. And so that was my concern was like, ding, we ding, may ding. think this ding, is a ding, one-off ding. little comment 
or commentary he made, but to me, it could be a symptom of a larger issue that she's going to have Girl. to deal with within the confines of her relationship. Not saying it is, not no. wishing it on her, nope. but I'm saying, nope. think about nope. how we tr we trashed Darius when everything went down with Kiki, rightfully so, but we just thought, oh, he was just having a moment. An insecure moment because mm. we all know we had no idea the gra the true gravity. So I the just hope gravity. Simone, take care of yourself. Simone, take care of yourself. That's all I'm gonna say. I hope this I'm man like, is is treating you well, and that you have inevitably have a great marriage. It doesn't really matter what any of the rest of us say or think, but take care of yourself. That's all I'll say because that was uh, alarming to the rest of us. Very and a very large red flag i'm telling you those micro braids make so much sense now <laughs> oh what a joke speaking of other catches our very own favorite the very first black bachelorette rachel Lindsay, and her husband brian abasolo have split after six years together, four years of marriage, he filed. Uh, according to reports on the internet, I'm looking at people.com now. This is former bachelorette Rachel Lindsay husband. Brian files for divorce after four years of marriage. He said that they had been separated since the new year. Mind you, he filed, I think, the second day of the year. <laughs> So they were separated for a couple of days uh, and he wanted to get the word out before the blogs, quote unquote, got a hold of it. I watched this live. I think you went back to watch their season. Um, I've seen episodes. I never finished the season. You never finished it. Um, apparently he was the front runner from the beginning, which he kind of was, but Peter, if you watch the season, you know who I'm talking about. I thought she was in it with Peter, but she deserved an engagement and that's what she got. They were together for two years and then got married. They were bi-coastal um, for a while. She was in LA. He had a chiropractor practice in Miami. Uh, he then moved to LA. He has a very abby uh instagram if you ever follow him <laughs> uh, on social media he loves his abs very handsome older than her uh situation and again speaking of the men being catches in relationships he's apparently asking for spousal support ashley i have one more thing i want to say before our I want to get your input. I'm looking at Us Weekly. Justin Sylvester, our fave from E! News, is good friends with Rachel. And he was on the Today show with Hoda and Jenna saying that he spoke to her recently and that she's taking it day by day. And she's just trying to pick up pieces of her life and she's in survival mode and like most celebrities in this situation they are asking for privacy at this time what were your thoughts when you heard the news ashley i must leave the spouse support thing for last you sent me a text and asked had i heard what, hap what happened with rachel 
And I was like, Rachel, who? Like I was racking. I was like, is this somebody we know? Is this a friend? Who, who are we talking about? Basically. <laughs> and so when I Googled, I forget who came up first. And then inevitably I saw, and I was like, of course, Lindsay, because you and I are both big fans of higher learning. I love Rachel Lindsay so much based on the information I've gotten to have with her over the years as I've been listening to the show. And she's been alluding on the last couple of episodes that she has had a tough couple of months. She was like, I've been getting yes. it from all sides. Her grandmother just passed away, unfortunately, yeah. who she was very, very close to. But I wondered if there was any marital strife that was going on as part of that, because in the latter half of the year, it didn't seem like they were really spending any time together from what she would talk about, like the mm. things she would mention, right? And so I was like, I know they don't, they're not one of those couples where it seems like they have to do everything together, but I was curious. But I still was really sad and shocked to hear this because yeah. this was a couple. Now, again, I never finished the season, but in terms of celebrity couples, I rooted for them. Like I felt like, in the bachelor bachelorette world oh you know there's not a great success rate with those relationships but maybe they're going to figure it out and really be able to make it work i do feel like rachel's never going to date outside of her race again <laughs> i'm going to be completely so? i'm going to be completely honest about that i think that as much as rachel on the podcast especially takes van shit and lets it roll off of her back i think rachel is going to be with a black man after this and i hope she finds a good one because her dating up until the bachelorette sounded awful i hope she finds a great man period no matter what but i'm saying just yes, like with yes. tay Diggs, when tay Diggs got his divorce and he was like i'm probably never gonna date a white woman again because yeah. of the backlash i received yeah i'm not saying rachel took it as to, as to heart as that but i do think that we're gonna see her with a black man next i will say that I hope that they both find love and happiness, no matter what that looks like for them after yeah. this. Yeah. But even if they reconcile, that would be that would be lovely to see. But I'm I'm invested in on Rachel's side more than Brian's yes. side because I didn't Same. watch the season. And Same. I do I do think she's gonna she's going to be with a black man. <laughs> but on the spousal support side of things, Delora. Girl. I don't really know what to say about that. It, fair game, I guess, in the sense it's of... It's the audacity for me. Fair game, I guess, in the sense of how Hollywood divorces go. But I've always thought this seems like he does well for himself. So I'm not sure what you need support Same. for. Y'all don't have That's any children what together. Saying. What are you needing support for? That is what I am saying. Like, yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I was going to say more, but I ain't got it right now. <laughs> Well, wishing it's, them both oh, that's, the best. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Sorry. I was going to say, it's it's a, it's the one-two punch for me. It's like, you're not only filing, you're saying, oh, and I want your money. And to your point, they weren't married for five years. I don't know what the law is in LA, but they don't have any kids together and like do they have a house i mean i don't know they I do just, have I'm, a house they do? but obviously okay. that's a shared asset so they could get that figured out what do you exactly. need supplemental support for to help yeah. fund the lifestyle now that you've gotten accustomed to living that's what it sounds exactly. like to me it sounds like you're kevin costner's wife and you're like but this is what i deserve exactly i've lived comfortably i want the pools and the the, the tennis courts the and i want all the things the clothes yep 
So we'll see how it's it plays out. It's audacity for me. I cannot wait. I know Rachel's going to need her time, but I cannot wait to hear what she says on the podcast. I don't know if she's going to say anything. She's going to say something. Van is going to ask her. I'm sure he's going to be sensitive you about think it. so? I don't think he'll get a dime because her dad is a freaking judge and she's a lawyer. So I'm I'm pretty convinced that the they have an ironclad prenup. That's so. what everybody's saying in the comments, but it's really going to be up to, I think, what she just what they decide mutually right like she may still be like well, fine i'll give you some some support in the interim because who knows there could be something going on with his business as well that we're not aware of or maybe he thinks that his business is going to tank now that he no longer has that public persona that he's had being with her and he did move from miami uh to la and i'm sure starting a business like that is no easy feat so i don't know it, this was sad and I am interested to see what she'll say about it. Who's, who knows? She'll probably write a book about it. Well, <laughs> she had the book that came out last year about love. So yeah. And she technically dated two men outside her race because she was on the bachelor before she became the bachelorette. Yep. So yeah. But you know what I mean, though. Like, she has not had an easy time <laughs> with the interracial relationships. Well, she uh, didn't have any controversy. I must say controversy, commentary that she's had yeah, to deal with. That's true. But I'm telling you, all of her commentary leading up to The Bachelor was not good either. And those were the yeah. brothers. So, well, I mean, and I, I hope that she has a great situation with whoever she chooses next i just Absolutely. feel like based on everything van's gonna she try to set her Rochelle. up van's gonna, try, van's gonna try to set her up too like he's gonna be like rachel let's start it let's do a dating show on the podcast <laughs> we're gonna bring on some eligible bachelors i don't like, think she'll do that again i don't think he's she's going she's going to but these are the jokes i'm i'm already i know van is already cooking some shit up like oh, <laughs> that's just his personality. i don't know van jokes van Van is an interesting character. We've talked about him before. It's like, we might be friends, but I could never be in a relationship with a man like him. He's like, I too think opinionated. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, <laughs> he definitely has a lot of thoughts and a lot of um, feelings, feelings. But he's also I enjoy that Van is very in-depth and knowledgeable about things he's interested in. I do enjoy that about his personality, even though sometimes he goes on way too long <laughs> about it. But I enjoy that about him. So we'll see. Oh, and I wanted to say one more thing um, about the catch situation and a supportive spouse. Like, my husband would never play me in, like, period. But especially not in front of people's faces like that. Like, if I can have a supportive spouse, I ain't even a goat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's all I want for all of the women we talked about today. Both Absolutely. Simone it's crazy well too because Rachel. people be people be so quick to say that women aren't support women are embarrassed. Jada Pinkett. Well, and always embarrassing Will. Always have Right. So that wasn't embarrassing to y'all? Exactly. Exactly. It's okay for you to do it because he's talking to the bras. Get on my face with that. All right, Ashley. What is our first recap of 2024? Oh, man, I'm excited because I have talked about this show. I've talked about it as a hidden gem. It was one of my year review favorite shows. That is Black Cake on Hulu. 
I have not finished the audiobook yet, so I cannot do all of the comparisons between the two. I'm we're still yeah. working my way through. But the show in and of itself is very accurate for a lot of what I've heard so far. So I think mm. the adaptation sticks fairly close to the source material and the show is so well done. It's eight hour yeah. long episodes, guys, available Girl. on Hulu. It it's a right. It's it a right. It's it is. Cake, 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 cake. <laughs> and so funny. I literally had a piece of black cake today. I've never ne- had. I've never had black cake in my life. I've never had it before either. It was so kismet. I was over a friend's house who is Jamaican. Jamaican. And she okay. was like, do you want a piece of this black cake that my brother-in-law made? I was like, get out of here. What are the chances? I am literally was watching really the pretty? show. It was it, it it was had an interesting texture and to me a a, a richer taste than I was expecting. Um, was it similar to like toffee pudding in that regard? Because that's a very English thing too. With like... no, no, it wasn't like but, toffee pudding. So did you enjoy it? I just wanted to taste it, so I have to give it another shot another time. But it was just funny because I had never even heard of black cake before I saw never. this show. So We're then not Caribbean, to eat it, though, yeah. So. so then to eat it on the day I'm about to do the recap was I love insanity. It. So love definitely it. looking forward to talking about this, guys. If you have not got a chance to watch this show, please do. It is a fabulous, fabulous series, and we will get into that next time. Thank you so much for sticking with us for this first episode of the new year. Again, hopefully everybody's off to a great start and um, you guys had a safe and happy holiday season. And please share this episode with your friends, family, loved ones, everyone. As always, in the meantime, before we see you again, be blessed. Bye. Bye.